Adam also. My brother and Adam. Yes, Adam How Squared. We? We're just How talking about Adam we? Squared. Adam Squared. Yeah. What is one thing that people don't know about you? Oh, man. One thing that people don't know. Starting off strong. Yeah. Um, actually, I feel like I was just talking to you about this. Uh, I'm, like, really introverted. Like, really? I feel like, yeah, I feel like, you know, like, I love meeting new people and talking to people. Like, you know, you and I get along from the get-go, but I just... There's just something about like just being alone, like with yourself. Yeah, I don't know, shooting hoops, you know, like with your headphones it's in, listening to music. Yeah, it's very therapeutic, and I I love that. So I feel like most people don't know that I'm just super introverted. And I feel like a lot of times with uh, you know, people who are big on social media. It's like ah, oh, clearly extroverted person. You know, they're posting themselves on you know all these platforms. But it's interesting to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. I it's been since my youth. I just. Like my own time, my own space, you know? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm afraid to be alone. Yeah, you are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 dude, I cannot be alone. Yeah. That's a big issue of mine. Uh, you know, you have obviously been extremely successful in content creation, social media. What is your biggest piece of advice for someone who wants to start getting into social media, wants to be a creator, an influencer? Yeah, well, first off, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, of course. I would just... I would say just try it first. <laughs> like I had no conception two, two, three years, I guess almost three years now of what social media creation was, what content creation was. Um, I mean, I literally started, it was kind of peak quarantine. I was at university of Oregon, go ducks. And, um, and you know, with no classes, nothing, we, we just had so much time, you know, and TikTok was this kind of emerging platform. And it, it was really interesting to me because it was such a level playing field relative to like, you Definitely. know, yeah. Relative to like Instagram or YouTube where, I mean, you can still garner that following, but it, it helps you if, if you have sort of a celebrity status. Um, but I was just, it started with the curiosity and kind of pursuing that curiosity more of like, okay, let me see if I can get some sort of viral video. So I started posting, you know, I feel like everybody does like Snapchat memories, you know? Yeah, of course. And, of course. and like none of them hit. And then I started making videos and they were absolutely terrible. They were so bad. And then um, I made a, a, my first video that took off was actually a, a betting video uh it was it was on nba 2k and really? uh yeah just me and my buddies <laughs> like you know how you can sim simulate yeah yeah, yeah yeah so i did like the 90 what was it 95 96 bulls something like that versus um the championship warriors team what was that 26 yeah 26 uh was katie there yeah katie was there probably like 26 one of the, yeah, one of the yeah. anyway so and we just added some commentary long story short it took off and so i think one of two things one just be curious about something and pursue that and then number two is be consistent. You have to be consistent and disciplined. You'll have great days. You'll have bad days. But through the good and bad days, you just got to keep going. Got to keep posting. And believe in yourself. I think, you know, I think uh, AJ and you and I were talking about it. Just like believe that people are going to resonate with you for your authenticity. And, you know, honestly, as long as like you would watch your own content, that's kind of all that matters, you know? Yeah. So. It's, it's for me, you know, my journey in, in content creation, it's been very easy to be discouraged when you don't see the numbers and you think you have like a banger video doesn't hit. And it's like, okay, you know, at a certain point, you got to start, you know, stop focusing on the numbers and just like focusing on making the best product out there. 100%. And, you know, that's, I, I feel like that's a lot of what you're doing is um, you're putting out the, the best stories, the best storytelling, the best graphics, content. And, and there's a reason it hits, you know, it's, you know, not everybody could do it, but at the same time, everybody could do it if they wanted to try and stay disciplined and be consistent, you know? For sure. So that's why you're one of the most, you know, respected and up there content creators in, in sports, I would say. Well, again, thank you so of much. Course. It, yeah, it means course. a lot. And um, yeah, I also just think it comes from like a deep, deep passion for uh, just sports in general, but also storytelling. Um, I don't know. There's just something about a good story that I, I just, 
you know, if delivered correctly, can really like encapsulate people or bring out certain emotions. And I think that's really powerful. And so definitely, and yeah. it's a way for people c- to connect for story. sure. Everybody, everybody knows a story. It doesn't matter what language you speak. Absolutely. You have been told stories, family stories, bedtime stories. It doesn't matter. You, you your life is a story, you know, like that whole thing. Everything's a story. And it, I never really thought about it until I said that like a sentence ago. Yeah. But everything is really a story. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. No, no doubt. Um, I got to ask you. Oregon's impact in college football. You're a big Oregon guy. I went to school there. I mean, talk to me about Oregon football. Oregon, so I don't even know where to start. That's a great question. Um, Oregon football, man. I, so my, both my parents went to U of O. Um, both my parents, one of my uncles, two of my aunts. So it's, it's deep in my family. Family of ducks. Yeah, and I, I applied right. to other places. I applied, you know, University of Arizona. I applied um, NYU, a bunch of different schools, but... I was just like, you know, my heart was set on UVO. It was almost like a second home because I yeah. lived just outside of Portland and it was about an hour and a half away from Eugene, um, which if people don't know, that's where UVO is in, in Eugene. Um, and yeah, like, again, from when I was a kid, I just loved football, loved basketball. My, my dad um, and one of my good friends and, and his dad, they always took us to the basketball and football games when we were young. So going back to those days of, you know, any Oregon fans out there or just football junkies like Darren Thomas or Dennis Dixon to even go back farther. Um, D'Anthony Thomas. I mean, just those are guys that I grew up watching and idolizing and, and, um, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I don't know. It kind of like it, it, Oregon football really like shaped my youth. Now as an Oregon football fan, you might know where I'm going with this. Just, it's tough to always hear the like zero championships, you know, yeah. it's just, it's tough, but, um, just, just got to win one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Come on, come on guys. You gotta, we gotta, win one. we gotta get one. But, um, just from the, yeah, just from the perspective of like how I grew up, it's just, I can't, I, almost, I can't explain it. Like it's, it's not, it's so much further and deeper than a connection to like a pro sports team because of my family connections there. And cause I went there and, you know, um, I always felt there was just a lot more authenticity to no shade to like pro sports yeah. but or specifically like basketball and football pro on the pro level but um i always just felt like there was such a connection with the players when you like go to that school you are one of those individuals right next to you know it's your classmates yeah justin herber whatever study it's like they're just like you and so there's just some sort of deep connection there and, and um yeah i feel like i just went on a long ramble sorry but no, no, <laughs> it's just it, yeah it. strong connection of oregon football always have always will uh the coolest thing about Oregon, I would say, and I'm sure you would probably agree, is they got new jerseys every football game. Oh, yeah. How many jerseys do you think they go through a season? Like, oh, my. Number. What? There's probably at least like 60, 70 guys on the team, maybe. Probably more. I don't even want to know. I bet it's I bet it's crazy. Over under 10,000. Oh, man. I mean, we could do the, we could do the what? Quick math. So how many, how many games are a season? Like 16? Yeah, probably 16. Um, how many? Yeah. 70 people on a team, roughly? Yeah, probably. So... I'm gonna be honest. I'm not that quick with math, so yeah, probably, know, probably, probably like I don't know a few yeah. thousand maybe, but in, in like in I'm gonna go over ten thousand. I don't know why. Over ten thousand. I'm feeling over ten thousand. Maybe that's a too season. Bold. Yeah, a season. I'll Wait, probably, t- I'll probably take the under. I don't know. Yeah, that's maybe, tough. I'm, maybe I'm dumb. No, I don't know. But it's interesting. It's, it's a very lot. Inter- it's very it's point being, it's a lot of jerseys. My goodness, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope they bring some of those good ones. Like, there's some sick throwback jerseys oh, yeah. that some people don't know about. That I, I did an interview with Kayvon Thibodeau at uh, the Sports Illustrated um, Super Bowl party, and I was asking him like, "Oh, what his favorite jersey was?" And he liked the all black ones. I was like, "That's sick." But I was like, Kayvon, what if we brought back the throwback UVO? Did I show you those the other day? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Inside, yeah. The throwback uni. And, yeah, and I was like, yeah, "Man, these are just so fire." So any any Oregon execs or whatever, like, uh, you know, Phil Knight. Have, yeah, they have that sway. You know, make it happen. Phil Knight, come those on. Jerseys are fire. Oregon getting Bronny. I really hope so. 
pick. Really What's your pitch? So. The jerseys. I feel like the jerseys got to be the jerseys. The Nike's got to be the pitch. The proximity to Nike, absolutely. Um, obviously, deep roots with with LeBron and and Nike. Um, I mean, you see the photos, right? Oh, Phil yeah. Phil's always sitting next to you know Bryce and Bronny. At I mean, he was when I think it was when LeBron uh, surpassed Kareem. Yeah, he was, he was there. He was, right he was sitting right next to him. Only I was person like, not on his phone either. I know yeah. that was a legendary photo. That was a legendary photo. And actually, shout out. There's one lady in the back too that's not on her yeah. phone too because I didn't get on that. Yeah, and they're get like, actually, there's a lady back there too. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, really hope Bronny goes to Uvo. Bronny, if you see this, come to Uvo. I got some sick vintage swag for you too. Um, I got the hookups, but. Uh, yeah, man. I, I think that almost kind of in the same vein as Bulbul, right? Like yeah. not not quite the same celebrity status, Bulbul, but it's like, you know, and again, not, not quite the same uh, level of skill from a father perspective being um, Manute Bull, but I feel like it's that same kind of superstardom of like, coming out of high school, Bulbul was, he was freak athlete. He, he was, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the specific number. He was at least top 10, yeah, you know, definitely. in the nation for recruits and Everybody wanted him. Everybody knew his name. And so I think it's kind of a similar, you know, hopefully a similar kind of attraction for Bronny. It's like the jerseys, the connection to Nike. Um, yeah, great facilities. I mean, you name it. So All of it. So you're obviously a big college basketball guy. Got a little game for you. I'm going to give you a minute. Oh, geez. I want you to name as many 2010s college basketball players that you can. Don't have to go to Oregon. They don't, they didn't, I mean, they can, but as many 2010s college basketball players as you can name. 2010s. Okay. We were doing this the other night. We We were. Uh, Don't think too much. You know what? We'll say college basketball player. We'll we'll change it to name as many college basketball players as you can. Okay. Yeah. Don't go based off NBA. Don't think about college. No, I got you. Ready? Um, Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Aaron Kraft, Dewan Blair, Jimmer Fredette, um, Shoot. Uh, wait, Marshall Henderson. I'm We're just thinking like uh, Hashim to beat. Okay. How many do we need to get? As many as you can. Oh, you shoot. got 48 okay. seconds. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, man, I'm blanking. Um, JJ Hickson, who's in NC State. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh. Salmon Hill. Um, We're at seven. Dylan Brooks, Dylan Tyler Brooks, Dorsey. Eight, I could do a bunch of Oregon guys. Arson Kazimi. Ten. Uh, Josh. What was his name? Um, Johnny. Johnny Lloyd. Jonathan Lloyd. Um, Nate Robinson, UW. I feel like that's cheap. Yep. No, it counts. I just think it you guys. I think you counts. Nate Robinson. Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Uh, college basketball players. Um, Greg Oden. Greg Oden. And one more, Evan Turner. Evan Turner. You still got ten so more I, seconds. I got ten you seconds. Okay. Got more ten. Can you get oh, to twenty? Shoot. You five more. Uh, James Harden, Arizona State. Yep. Uh, Demar Derozan, USC. Um, shoot, that's probably. Ah. It. <laughs> you got seventeen. You got All seven. Right. Well done. Well, and I respect you didn't just go beyond the like, NBA. I, there was, you could have. See, the NBA players, though, I, I stayed at the college because I was like. That was, that was very respectful. You know, I, I, yeah. That was Somewhere very obviously. respectful of you, Adam. Obviously, it's going to be a layup question for you here. Favorite college basketball team of all time? Oregon Ducks. Fair <laughs> question. Last question for you, though. Yes. How have you enjoyed your stay at the win? Oh, it's been a, incredible. I mean, we're in this insane Sweet right now. What, is it? what are we talking two about? Two-story fleet. Two-story. Two story it's got the you can't, you know, squad can't see it, yeah. but elevator in the back. Yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, the hospitality, the food, the show, awakening. That was wild. Um, but man, it's a whole nother level here. It's so nice. Better question: Are you gonna stay anywhere else after staying? I at the feel win? like it's it's almost tainted in a good way. In my experience, I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere yeah, else. You're not staying. <laughs> hey, next time you're in Vegas, you're at the win, baby. You're uh, exactly. Not going anywhere else. Exactly. This is the win place encore, to be. Like, we're here. Place to be, and you'll be here for summer league, I'm sure. Summer league, uh, Super Bowl two, 
And then where else? Uh, yeah, we're always back here. I feel like yeah. I'll see you at the win. Yeah, I'll see you at the encore pool. Absolutely. All Let's right, brother it. Adam. All thank right. you so much for being Take on the show, man. man. Yes. Adam squared. Adam squared. You heard it here. <laughs>